Hello, it's Mike of Mike and Mike from Mamom. Um, before the episode gets started, I thought I'd leave a quick apology. Partway through this episode, my lovely son pulls out my microphone. Um, there's a slight dip in the quality of the audio because of that, and also the audio that we use to record ourselves separately, um, mine got corrupted. So unfortunately, we had to use one in which I'm able, unable to edit the two of us separately if that makes any sense. So I hope you enjoy the episode still, despite this. It feels like we're back to the beginning days of the podcast, but we've done the best with what we can. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to Mammon, a podcast where two mics discuss their top fives. This week, we are going back to games with our top five online games. And I'm going to start this again because I've got a grizzly baby on me. <laughs> You've got to be quiet for 30 seconds, yeah? Right. Hello and welcome to Mammon, the only podcast where you can listen to two mics discussing their own personal top fives. This week we're back to the topic of games and it's our top five online games. I'm going to apologise in advance if you can hear a baby every now and again because I've got a slightly unhappy one with me at the moment. There he is, he's saying hi in the episode. Say hi. Right, so online games, how have you found making this topic? Easy, but... I don't like. I don't know how much of an expert I feel, and some of them I've not played in quite a long time. Yeah. So yeah, I, I got my list pretty easy, but then it's one of them that I'm, I'm sort of I like it, but I'm questioning at the same time. See, I like my list, but like you, some of them I haven't played in a very long time. I think I've definitely thought outside the box and got quite a wide variety of games here. So hopefully, hopefully we won't have any crossovers with any. But yeah, fingers crossed. Well, I've, I've, I've purposely tried to leave one out that I think you may pick. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Which now makes me think you've not picked it. I don't. I just say because I don't think we've talked about many MMOs. No, but I, I'm not games, thinking. Yeah, but I'm. I like online games. Anything you can play online, really. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If it doesn't feature by the end of the whole episode, yeah, we'll get. Uh, I don't know what we'll call the topic, but uh, Mike's rev- revision. And you can, what later down the line? Yeah, later down the line, you can mention it and say which one you might bump from your list. Okay, how's that sound? Deal. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, how's your week been? Yeah, good. Um, last week at work, I broke up for Easter holidays. So it's my first day off, which is nice. Yeah, Sean's having to self isolate, so I've had to cancel <laughs> all my garden plans I've had. Yeah, quite unfortunate. You get a you get an actual holiday, and actually, you don't get a holiday in a way. In a sense, because you have to isolate for some of it. Yeah, well, the bright side is normally you get I get knackered after a break up. I feel like it, like adrenaline gets me through, and then I feel like shit. So yeah, so in some ways, maybe it's nice to take it easy. Yeah, you can relax and sort of not get that side get to you. Yeah, very nice. Well, I've just been working flat out. I yeah, you had to make up for all the time you had off <laughs> yeah. with the baby. I had two weeks, <laughs> two weeks annual leave in which I'd swap a few shifts around to make sure I got it. So I've done eighteen days in a row. So today's my first day off. So I'm quite. I feel quite awake and surprisingly with it, but it's nice to actually have a day off. We've had some friends over today in the garden, and it's been surprisingly nice weather. Yeah, it's been good as it is. Well, it was meant to be like apocalyptic next week, but I think it's changed. It's going to be okay-ish. Yeah, yeah. well, fingers crossed for the sake of everyone's sanity so that we can actually continue meeting people outside happily. People will still meet outside in the cold, but it's nicer when it's nice weather. You can have a barbecue or something, isn't it? That's it. Well, I think it's more. It's okay if you walk, isn't it? But to actually sit in the garden when it's freezing is not yeah. the best. Well, for us, it's like letting people meet the baby, and but being outside is actually not the best place for him to be. Mm. So, but yeah, there's 
it's fine. It is what it is, even if it's only for an hour. Lauren literally put him in the world's biggest coat today. It's like, <laughs> oh, this will fit him. And it just swallowed him alive. It was like, well, at least he's at least he's warm. <laughs> About to say, yeah, basically a blanket. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right, should we get down to the nitty gritty? Let's do it. Right, top five online games. Let's go. Right, let's hear your number five choice. My number five is Call of Duty, but specifically Black Ops 2. Okay. Um, because I thought zombies were amazing. I played so much online zombies on this game. Yeah. And um, even the online mode, like the team deathmatch, search and destroy, things like that, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the maps, the guns. Um, and it was before they went through the phase, with Black. I feel like anyway, where you started having like jetpacks on their back or whatever it was, booster packs, so you could sort of fly around a bit, and I was like, no. Really? You can do that sort of thing on Call of Duty now? Yeah, so it's like like double jump, I guess, and you have like a little jetpack that boosts you up a bit. Yeah, it seems Uh, almost ridiculous. Yeah, well, it's just, I don't know, it it just adds, for me, it just added more chaos. Yeah. And a little less tactics, because before, it was like very much like like lanes, and you could learn the map and stuff like that, and there was strategy, whereas all of a sudden someone's jumped on something, and they're behind you and just shooting back. Yeah. You couldn't really plan for that as much. No, definitely not. So it was a lot of like run and gun rather than any tactics. But yeah, the um, I've just looked as well the storyline. I, I can't remember if I've played it or not, but it's got Sam Worthington from Avatar. It's got Gary Oldman. So it's got Michael Keaton. It's got quite a few big names in it. On the actual campaign, so the single player mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, they always tend to get big names, don't they, in it? Yeah, well, I feel like I'm like, I'm definitely going to replay this. Now. Yeah. Well, I am not very good at any shooting games, so I tend not to actually avoid most of them online. I'll play the <laughs> campaign mode, the single player, but obviously we're talking about the online version of these games, um, and I am just absolutely shocking, and I haven't got the time. I think we've discussed it before. Just yeah. haven't got the hours to sink into a game to become good like that. We're, we're casual gamers, me and you. Absolutely casual yeah, gamers. Yeah, 100%. Um, and yeah, just being beaten by someone who tells me that they're going to then fuck my mum just isn't the <laughs> idea of fun for me. Can you imagine if every time that that threat got thrown around, it actually happened in the world? <laughs> yeah, just as a little kid arrives at anyone's mum's house and it's <laughs> yeah. threatened, it was like, oh, I was just playing against um, Gary online, you know, your son. Uh, I'm here to fuck you now. <laughs> I mean, I promise. I said I would, so I have to follow through. This has got incredibly crude, this chat. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your mum doesn't listen to this one. I hope she doesn't. I know my sister listens. <laughs> Natasha, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, it was so good. I remember playing those, uh, a map called Mob of the Dead, a zombies one, where it was like uh, The Rock, you know, the film with Nicolas oh, Cage and Sean Connery. Yes. And... James Bond, but on an island. Yeah, and then there was High Rise. There were so many good maps on there. I remember um, just playing so many times, just trying to beat our record of how many levels we like survived on it. Um, like no like leaderboard against other people. It was just us three workers as a team, just seeing if we could get further and further and further along. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, it was very cool. I wish I, I wish I was good enough to play those sort of games. Like even the zombies mode, which you do tend to play with friends, don't you? You don't play with randomers usually. Yeah. Um, even that, I'm absolutely atrocious. With. <laughs> right. We're going to have to play a game one time. But yeah, t- I think part of the issue is I don't know how it works. Like you, bu- you board up a, you blockade something, and then all of a sudden, around and the zombies are there. How are you meant to sort of? I don't know. It annoys me. You, you do just. It's one of those you do just get better the more you play, and you learn yeah. little tricks, and then you Google stuff to find out some little secrets you didn't know. Yeah, Call of Duty. Like I say, it's just a game that 
I think as well they do. Tr- they're the FIFA of the shooting game as well. Yeah, definitely. They rehash this, and it is like zombies. A lot of people say that they just they get it every year just for the zombies version, and it's like, but it's still the same game every single time. To be fair to them, and I don't know if this is always a compliment, but the zombies I feel like do feel different every year. Oh, really? Yeah, but I think I just wish they would do as a Call of Duty zombies. Just the whole game is just zombies. Okay, that would be quite cool. Yeah, they sort of, like, I tell you what, one of the best games they ever did that sort of thing with was, and they definitely should have done it for this sequel, Red Dead Redemption, when they did Undead Nightmare. Yeah, I never played it. It was so good. Those people just a zombie version of the game, and it was just so good. Was it just you trying to survive, like a bit like a war? No, 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 it had missions and stuff like that. Really? Um, yeah, you were obviously trying to survive, but yeah, there was there was missions and the storyline. I never really played the storyline. It was just a lot of fun. But yeah. They should That's definitely cool. have done it for the sequel if they're not planning. Uh, well, I don't know. They're just so obsessed now, Rockstar, with with their online version. I know, and I tell you it's such a shame because the beauty of that company was that they were the sort of the go to. If you like the single player game, that was the go to company. Yeah. And now they've become the opposite. Um, I take it you haven't included in GTA Online on your list. No, uh, you know, I just I never really got into it. I don't know bad feature or anything like that. Um. I think as well, I think maybe I would have done, you know, it first came out, yeah. if by this point they'd already brought a new court, a new GTA out, but I think because they've obviously just gone, it's just milking so much money, so many kids, and probably adults as well, buying oh, well, the, the packs of money to, to buy new cars and guns and stuff like oh, that. Oh, you're on about loot stuff. I was on about, like, in terms of milking the game, about, I own it on two generations of consoles now. Oh, yeah, so do I. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I've got it on... Three. I had it on a 360, I got it on the Xbox One, and now I've got it on the PS4. Yeah, so, yeah, me, so me and you did download it recently to actually play the online, we never have. Well, it's because we started podcasting, yeah. <laughs> so we just don't have time for games anymore with no. each other. But we'll have to try and eat some time out there, Joe. Yeah, definitely. Definitely that. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's my number five. What about solid, you? Solid choice for number five. Um, before I go on to my five, I'm just going to attempt to put the little one in his Moses basket and see how well this goes. Because he's fallen asleep on me. Right, mission success. Right, my number five is a game that everyone in the whole world became obsessed with, adults and children alike, for at least a year. And it was um, released in 2016, and it actually got people outside in the open fresh air. And it's Pokemon Go. Nice. I thought you were about to say something sarky then, because you went quiet. No, I was just trying to work out what it was. I thought you were going to say Farmville for a second. You know that Facebook game that game obsessed with? <laughs> How did that get everyone outside in the open? Well, no, but but then when you said that, I realised it was Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh, so you, you built up disappointment in your head. And well, no, Pokemon Go oh, no, is a better game than Farmville. I never played Farmville, to be honest, but no, I in my head I was like, nailed it. I've got Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, it wasn't much to the game, but it, it was everyone's dream, obviously, when there's a kid to be a Pokemon trainer, wasn't it? Everyone yeah. wanted to sort of like imagine this world was completely real and they'd be able to go out and catch Pokemon to fight against each other, which is actually a bit sadistic as well. The, the idea of po- the Pokemon world is a bit cruel. Imagine, it's basically like cockfighting. That's frowned upon. But yeah, it's okay yeah. In, po- in the Pokemon world. Let two Pidgeots <laughs> go against each other. That's fine. Anyway. <laughs> because there's no blood, they only faint apparently, so you're all right. <laughs> But yeah, like the amount of people, because I was in um, Cheltenham and Gloucester, well, I lived in Cheltenham at the time, and uh, um, bear with me two seconds, because Lauren's texting me. She's trying to watch um, Law and Order SVU, but it's not working. Right. Um, yeah, so I was living in Cheltenham and Gloucester at the time when this came out, and I think I actually downloaded it when it was in a different country, 
because I was I just really wanted to play the game. But like you go into the park and so there was a massive park where I used to live next door. Um, and there would just be people just roaming around, just trying to catch the Pokemon. You see people gathering because suddenly there was a really rare Pokemon in sort of this area, so everyone would charge there. And it was like it was actually, even though people were hooked to their phones, it was actually so nice seeing so many people outside in the fresh air actually doing a like semi-sporty activity. They did well for that, to be fair to Pokemon Go, even if it was a bit. I don't think it lived up to ev- the hype of everyone in terms of people wanted to battle against each other and things like that, didn't they? Yeah, I think it was one of them. I think almost a bit disappointing with how limited it was yeah. in some way. It, ha- it had the potential. But I think it's still growing in its community and it's still adding stuff to the game, isn't it? Like, I haven't yeah. played it in a very, very long time. So my knowledge is still like sort of first year. But yeah, I think they added more than just the first generation of Pokemon and things like that and yeah people I, I i did it really enjoy it and i remember there was a gym literally in the hospital that i used to work at and i used to live right next door to the hospital as well so i'd like every now and again just see whether this gym was available or not and just go on a little walk just to try and capture it probably taking it away from the little kids who was in the hospital playing the game <laughs> bastard <laughs> yeah i did think about that at the time i was like maybe there's some kids who are actually playing the game in hospital and I just keep on going along and stealing it from them, but <laughs> apparently that's the kind of heartless person I am. I think it's cool how many people say they like lost a, like a load of weight. From, oh yeah, you know, from the walk because I think if you had an egg and you put incubator, if you walk, it would hatch. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So people obviously go on walks to get up the levels, but you couldn't go on drives and stuff because it'd notice it if you was driving. Yeah, it's cool that. So you physically would have to walk, and that was just the great thing about it. Yeah, I never really played it. The only time I went with my friend to Belfast, um, yeah. which was awesome, and uh, he had it, so I got it then as well. So then, because uh, we, we used to go to this, this pub and play pool, yeah, uh, and it had like a gym and other loads of like rarish Pokemon used to come there. So yeah, I, I played it for a bit for a week. Um, but it's but, not yeah. one that you actually sought out when it first came out, is it not? No, I think my problem was when it first came out, you know, after the first tease before it was properly released. Yeah. I thought it was going to be what I'd hoped for since I was a kid, which was like a proper Pokemon RPG, you know, like Skyrim. Pokemon. Yeah. And then obviously it, it wasn't anything like that. So I think I was just disappointed. Yeah, from it. Well, I think there is a Pokemon RPG coming out, Pokemon Legends. Yeah, there is, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. Which does look quite, it looks very Legends of Zelda. Um, what's it called? Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, yes. Yeah, it does look like Breath of the Wild, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, do you, I mean, do you still use it now? I don't know, but I'm intrigued because I am reading here that in January 2020, they rolled out um, ba- an online battle league, which allows players to fight other players worldwide. So that's sort of like part of it that sort of put me off. I wanted to fight against my friends and stuff. And they have got player versus player trainer battles as well as online ones as well. That's cool. So it sort of intrigues me a bit more now. But I'll tell you something, my battery life has thanked me for not playing it. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, I think there was a massive sale of portable battery chargers, wasn't there? Yeah. After, after it came out. Yes. You could get like one shaped postables. On the subject of a game similar to this, I used to play another game called Snatch, which went away for a while, but then came back. But it's exactly the same thing. Like, you'd go around and collect things, except this time they were boxes. And what you had to do is you had to keep hold of these um, boxes for four hours, I think it was. And people could, like, if you're in their vicinity, you could steal the boxes and then. You'd have to be on your phone to defend it. If you weren't on your phone, they'd, they'd snatch it straight away. 
So at the end of the four hours, if you still held on to these boxes, you'd get a prize, and sometimes it could be cash value. So I think Seriously? I, I got about sort of a hundred pounds playing this game for a year. What? But then it vanished. The game just vanished for a bit, and um, then it came back, and it's just not as good anymore. The prizes aren't as big. That was cool. But yeah, it was quite a good game. Right, but yeah, Pokemon Go for my number five choice. I like that one, and like you say, uh, it, to be honest, it didn't even cross my mind, but. In the last, you know, four or five years, you know, you can't mention online games without that, really, can you? No. So thank you for making our list sound a little bit more legitimate. <laughs> um, my number four, then, is a game I... I haven't asked you what your number four is. Oh, sorry, do you want to... Wanna... Let's keep this professional, right? It's the, <laughs> it's the one thing we've got going for our, our professionals. <laughs> um, right, so let's go for your number four. Okay, my number four is a game I played around a friend's house, and it is... Not a couch cop game, or it's literally online one player. Okay. Um, so you, so, but we just would take it in turns. We'd watch, you know, whoever was playing, and then we'd swap it around each time. And it is a game called Dead by Daylight. Okay, I think I know. Is it a one player game? Well, I think if you have multiple, like, computers, obviously online, you can play probably together. But we were all around one person's house, and we were meant to be playing a load of, like, ca- you know, couch cop games, and you could yeah. play it on one, uh, screen, but you can't multi screen it. Okay. So you take it in time playing it? Yeah, well, in fact, actually, what we ended up doing is someone ended up bringing their Xbox round and a second TV, so we could have two players and there was four of us, so we kept switching. Yeah. So it's pretty but, cool. So I have actually got this game, but I couldn't get into it as much, so do you want to explain what it is for the listeners? Yeah, so you have a team of survivors, mm-hmm. like in a horror film, yeah. and a killer. So you have, I think it's... They are real killer, like killers from films, aren't they? Yeah, some of them are made up for the game, and then some are real, but I think you have to pay for them. Oh, okay. So you've got, like, Freddy Krueger, you've got Leatherface from Chainsaw Massacre, you've got Michael Myers from Halloween, you've got um, Ghostface from Scream, Pyramid Head from Silent Hill, is it, I think? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you've got the pig from, I think, Saw. Yeah. And then you've got some cool ones that they've sort of made up or, or I guess, adapted from just, you know, like, general horror. There's this one that's, I think, called The Nurse, and she can, like, teleport a little bit um, and you know just a sort of a ghost looking nurse it's just a bit of a horror cliche isn't it but it's yeah. quite cool and um, probably based on Nurse Ratchet from uh, uh, yeah horror, maybe horror type nurse yeah well there's one called The Trapper which I'm assuming was meant to be like off Saw maybe before they got like contracts for her and stuff. but yeah anyway it's um, I think yeah I think you have four survivors or five I can't remember the top of my head and essentially you've got these generators to open some doors on the map and you've got to try and open, uh, get the generators running, and then the doors open and you try and escape. And as this is going on, the killer is going around trying to kill all the survivors. Um, and yeah, and so it's cool. So then when he gets them, the, or she, whoever, depending on what type of killer the, the player's chosen, yeah. they put them on a um, like a hook, like a meat hook. And if if you leave them there long enough, uh, they die. Like, so you can try and save them. Um, and... So it's one of those, like, because obviously the more survivors you have, the easier it is to escape because you've got more people working on getting the generators open. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes the the killer will sort of wait around the person they've they've hung up, you know, like waiting for people to come save them. So sometimes you just leave them to it and, and try and sacrifice someone. Yeah, I always try and do it because I hate when no one comes and saves me. So I yeah. feel like there's, like, guilt when I've, like, got to. And there's, like, an unofficial rule the, I can't remember it's called now, like baiting or something like that, where the killers are not supposed to just wait around someone on a hook. Oh, okay. Like I say, it's not an official rule, but it's a sort of unofficial rule that people don't do. Um, 
the reason I struggled with this game is because I didn't realise like you have to be quiet. So when you're signing up the generators, it makes noises, doesn't it? Yeah, especially when you get like a quick action event, don't you? So yeah. it's like you'll be doing it. You've got to press a button as it pops up on the screen quick enough, or something like that, or a, or you get something like a needle that spins, and you've got to get it in the right section. And if you do, if you miss that, then yeah, it makes a noise, uh, and they can come and get you. So I didn't realise this, and I made all the noise under the sun. <laughs> But yeah, it's another why. game in which I just didn't have the time to sink in hours to become good at it. So I was yeah. just awful, and it just wasn't fun being attacked and, like you say, hung up. Constantly. Well, do you know what? And that was what was great about it. Although it's obviously a game you meant to play, you know, at home, online, so to speak, even yeah. with your friends. But we had some, what, so there was four of us. One of them was quite, he was really good at it. He played it a lot. And the other three, we first time we ever played it. So it was brilliant because he played the first few and was talking through what he was doing, why he was doing it. And then as we played, he was sort of coach us at first. You have to mean to tell oh, us little it. things, little bits of advice. Um, and it made me really sad about it. Like, and that's what I love. Like online games are amazing, particularly like, with a pandemic. Like for me and you, it was a great way for us to like catch up and talk, wasn't it? We just played that's Minecraft great. for hours and, and talk about, you know, whatever. But one of the things I do miss, or, or one of the things that I do feel like, online games has, has killed is uh, that couch co-op sort of experience where you especially when you, you had a friend who was more experienced at the game and sort of taught you through it and help you you know skip through the, the learning got, curve so you told me before about you've got a friend who taught you how to play crusader kings too didn't you yeah like ju- yeah in a similar way yeah just he literally just sat with me as i played it was talking me through stuff which if you've never played is one of the most complicated games yes but, but one of the best ones you, you say, know how to play i've got a friend who texts me constantly about his campaign on it i'm still not well i say campaign campaigns i've still not been able to sort of work out the rules but it just sounds fantastic and the more hours you put in you get more out of it oh yeah 100 percent. but anyway um but yeah, if, I mean, if anyone's a fan of like horror films, like I'm not the biggest fan, um, but I really enjoyed it. But like, if you liked horror films, it has got to be like one of the best games out there for you. Oh, it's probably like the most horror scenario type game out there. Yeah, in terms of quick, simple, and you can either play as because you said you played the survivor, but you can actually play as the um, monster, if you will, that's attacking everyone. Yeah, and apparently there's like certain times of the day where, um, like there's there's not many killers on. So you try and play a game of Survivor, you wait in a lobby for ages. So then if you choose to be the killer at that time, then you get on games really quick. Okay. And I think vice versa, I think sometimes there's loads of people trying to be the killer, so it's easier to be the survivor and get into a lobby. Yeah. Uh, I just think that's like quite a little facet, quite a cool facet of it. Yeah, yeah it, well, like I say, it's a cool game, it's just one that maybe I'll try again at some point. Yeah, I, I'm... Um, it's really one of the things, I want to get the new Xbox. Once I do, I'm going to pay for... Game Pass because that's what it was on. So it, I don't know it's not free, but it feels like it's free, doesn't it? All those yeah. games. That's so yeah. I, I'd like to get the new Xbox and just get the Game Pass, because, especially now that they've added all those Bethesda games to it as well. Yeah, definitely. And you know, what I did. I, I really enjoyed it. That obviously PlayStation have better, a lot better um, exclusive. But I just bought a PS4 right at the end of the cycle. Yeah. So like all the exclusives were already out. You know, for me to play. Exactly. Um, and at the moment, so, all the exclusives are still on the PS4. Exactly, yeah, yeah exactly that. So, yeah, so I think I'll get a PS5 eventually. I'll probably wait, you know, five, six years yeah. when all the cool games are out and then they're like a tenner to buy as well, which is nice. Yeah, I'm not paying 50 quid for um, Miles Morales for Spider-Man when it's only a short game as it is. Yeah, exactly. And that'll be one of those PlayStation Classics eventually where yeah. it will be cheap well, as shit. The first PS4 Spider-Man was absolutely stuck in my top game. <laughs> so, yeah, all right, fair choice. Like, the, not one I've played loads, but 
I completely see the fascination and enjoyment in that game. Right. Yeah, like I said, I think, uh, well, maybe that's, like I say, we'll try and when we've both got the new Xbox and Games Pass, we'll, uh, we'll have yeah. to go with each other. Okay, so my number four might be one of the games that you mentioned at the beginning that you was maybe thinking that I'd pick. Yes. I don't know. I think I've got three games that potentially you might have thought it. Right. I think as the list goes on, they're less likely. So this, I think, is most... If it's pointless, this is the top up. This is the one that I'm most confident with. So this was one of the first games I actually played on the PS4. In fact, I think it might have been the first game I had on the PS4. And it's the first game I brought for the PS4. And it's Rocket League. Not the game, but what a great game that is. Yeah, so again, I'm not very good at it. But it is a great game to play with friends. And like, in, who would have thought like soccer football would actually play so well? Not soccer yeah. football, car football. I had car in my head, so I went with soft car. <laughs> oh, soft car. Why didn't they call it that? Why did they call it Rocket League? Soft car. Anyway. I'm liking these tangents <laughs> you're going on with the Rocket League already. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so again, not very good at it, but it is just an enjoyable fun game and it's one that they're continuously adding to still i think they've now played it free made it free to play haven't they um, well, for everyone yeah for everyone so anyone can play it and it's one of the only cross-platform games out there so you can play on play with friends on any console and they've like upgraded it so it's not just football now like you can play ice hockey basketball i think like it is just a really enjoyable game and i remember um so i got it i got my ps4 for my birthday or christmas maybe I've been going on about it to Lauren jokingly, and then she actually brought me one, which was one of the best things that she's ever done. Um, was it a massive surprise? Yeah, was not expecting it. Like when I opened it, I thought she'd done one of those classic pranks where someone put something inside a PS4 box, which is like fucked up if you yeah. then don't have the. Like it's fair enough if then you have got the PS4 later or PS5 later, whatever. But if they genuinely don't, it's just messed up. Yeah, it's true. So I'm going to do that to my kids next year. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so um. Yeah. So. She got me this for my um, for Christmas. It must have been Christmas. And then I took it around my mate Chris's house and um, was sort of looking for games to play. Don't think Lauren had got me any multiplayer games. So he'd mentioned Rocket League. He's been playing it on his um, PC. I was like, oh, I'll download it. And we just spent most of Christmas Day playing that game. <laughs> it was just a, eating cheese and playing Rocket League. And that's what I remember from Christmas in like 2000, must be 2015. The dream. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a really fun game. Haven't played it a lot now. I've got another friend, Cole, who's obsessed with it and has entered tournament. Um, but it's one of those games that does bring a lot of people together. And it's like some of the goals you see is like I can't even imagine how people score and play the game to that level. No, but I heard someone go a bit of a Rocket League rant on a podcast called Tifo. Mm. And, uh, well, Tangent more than a rant. And he was saying, because he's, I think he's really high level. You know, because they go in like you've got like bronze, gold, silver, and then you go to like, I don't know, pro, all star champion or something like that. Oh, I think I vaguely remember what you're about, yeah. And then when you get put into games, you, you get matched up with generally, you know, like people of your ability. Yeah. And then he said at the very top, a lot of people do a lot of fake stuff. So they'll fake to take the ball right, but then actually take it left and stuff like that. And he said sometimes it's really annoying because you'll get someone go in the lobby sometimes, you know, that's not at the level of everyone else. Yeah. So you'd think, oh, he's going to be shit. But because he doesn't do that type of stuff, you know, because he's not played with the top people, yeah. that sometimes like people overcomplicate it. So they end up doing really well because this person is just going a straight line. And they're like, well, he's, he's playing against the big boys. He's definitely not going to be going to take it left or he's going to dribble it into this fake shot. It's like, no, he just, just, just <laughs> dribbled in a straight line and scored. It's when you realise if you get to the ball fast enough, um, when you're close, like when the sort of kickoff happens and you just go in a straight line, like you say, at the full pelt, you can actually get there before other people and score a goal straight away. Yeah, exactly. 
But yeah, <laughs> like you say, people do overcomplicate these sort of games. But I still think it's an enjoyable game regardless. And I still, I actually enjoy watching. I don't watch videos and stuff. But I watch occasional gifs on um gifs or gifs. What do you say? Gifs. Yeah, gifs is the right way. Um, yeah, I watch occasional gifs on Reddit of people scoring these incredible goals, and I'm like, wow, well, that is impressive. Yeah, it, and you know what? Like for like like esports, my friend's really into um, Dota two. Yeah. And he watches like the um, the esports coverage that when they do big tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, I remember, what, I mean, this is years and years ago now. He tried to make me watch, you know, a bit with him, yeah. and I was just like, I just don't get it. I didn't really play it, so I was like, I don't, I don't get what's impressive. And obviously, it's like there's a lot going on in the game, so it's like it was difficult to follow along. They kept cutting between. I can't remember. There's like, I think there's like maybe five heroes each side. There's ten players playing. And it keeps like kind of out who's who, yeah. Yeah, but it's not like I don't say like, well, you watch football, but yeah, but there's one ball, so you're only following the ball really. Whereas with that, you've got ten players across a fairly big map doing different things, so it's cutting across. And I, th- I think you need to be a fairly decent player, yeah, or have played a fair amount of it, to, you know, to understand to appreciate by watching it. Whereas Rocket League, I feel like you know, I've not played that much. I'm not that skilled, but I could watch that and, like you say, be impressed by it and be and enjoy it. Yeah. As, as watching other people play it. That's fair. Right. We've done your number four. Let's move on. What is your number three? Um, this is one that if you're a big fan, you're going to hate me because you're like, why even talk about this? You know nothing about it. It's got such like a hardcore following. Oh, luckily for me, that's not going to count for me. But, but um, I remember going on holiday uh, with my, one of my friends. He used to go to Scarborough every summer with him for four years, three years. Yeah. And, well, I say Scarborough, we went, there was like a caravan park about 20 minutes away, uh, but, and they went for two weeks, and about four days out of the two weeks, they'd go into the, the town of Scarborough, and um, we would go to an internet cafe, where upstairs they had gaming computers, mm-hmm. and it had Steam on it, and it just had hundreds of games, you could play any of them. Oh, nice. Uh, and we'd get, like, a PC next to each other, and we'd play online PC games together, and same sorts of, you know, teams and squads and stuff. Yeah. Um, and. So this was my first, every year, this would be the only time I've played it, but it was a game called, well, still going now, called Counter-Strike Global Offensive, or oh, yeah. CSGO. Never played it, but I know exactly, like, it's one of the biggest online multiplayer games of the time, isn't it? Yeah. Like Warcraft. Yeah, and, um, yeah, it was, like I say, just, first of all, in Call of Duty, I've always liked, my favourite game mode was always Search and Destroy. Yeah. Which I'm assuming it was copied off Counter-Strike. Um, so I like that, that you die and you're out. And then you're just watching your teammates play. So it's quite tactical. And then I also like that you start with money. So you can only buy like a NAF gun. And yeah. then, you know, the more you play, the more um, money you have. And then the better guns you can buy. So like you start off with you just got a pistol or something. And then, or you can save that. You know, like if you do well in a round, you get money. But you don't have to spend it on the next round. You can save that and then buy an even better gun or buy armor or buy grenades and stuff like that. And it was, uh, yeah, there's just something really appealing about that. Yeah. It's one I probably know the least about that you mentioned so far. I know it was by Valve, wasn't it, who did um, Half-Life and Team Fortress, but that's as far as my knowledge goes, really. Yeah, it, I think it's just like, I mean, it's one of, that's probably still one of the most competitive games, I think, and and that was that was the only thing that was a problem with it, was it was um, as someone who wasn't and never has been a PC gamer for FPS games, so I'm not great with a mouse and keyboard. It was yeah. incredibly difficult, and some people were incredibly, incredibly skilled. Oh, definitely. But it says, I'm reading about it here, and it says it's one of the most popular esports scene games in the world, which, yeah, like you say, people are so skilled to be able to. 
Yeah, I feel like other than maybe StarCraft, it was like the, the biggest. At, yeah. Like, but still, by, it's still, like you say, it's still going. When did it first come out? 2004, was it? Oh, no. 2012. There must have been another version. Of it. Maybe, yeah, maybe the first Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike series has been older than that. Well, actually, maybe I didn't play CSGO if that's 2012. You played the original. I must have played the original then. So, it, the original was um, 2000. Yeah, I reckon I played that. So, when was, would have, I would have been going from like 2000 and also known as Half-Life Counter-Strike. So it must have taken the Half-Life. They did a lot of mods with Half-Life, didn't they? Yeah, like Gary's mods. Yeah. Um, so it must have been one of those. Yeah, developed the Half-Life modification. Oh, that's cool. Well, like I say, I've not picked Dota 2, another amazing online game that came from Warcraft 3, wasn't it? So it's quite cool how like some games have come big have come from yeah. from these little offshoots. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's one that so you hear my little kids in the background making some very <laughs> weird noises. <laughs> yeah, it's one a game that maybe um, we should pick up a copy of at some point and have a go. It's still going. Yeah, I mean, I think I will get battered, but I think it would be fun. Oh, no, yeah, <laughs> it would be fun. I think it, it's, I'd say, if I was to play any sort of um, first-person shooter game online, I'd give this one a go, because it's like it's the one that's like, that I consider like the original. Yeah, and that's what's cool, though, isn't it? Like, even if you've got a general knowledge of like the gaming industry, not even a big one, you've heard of Counter-Strike, you know it's a big deal, don't you? You know it's like yeah. an iconic series and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's quite cool. Nice, good choice. Right, so the next one is another game that you might have thought that I'd pick, but I don't think we've ever had any discussions about this game ever, so okay. I doubt it. Um, it's a game that I remember being introduced to by um, one of my old neighbours, Richard. I used to go around his house and he used to play it all the time, and then I thought I went home and then was like, oh yeah, that's quite a cool game. And it was a MMO, but a browser-type game, and it was RuneScape. Oh yeah, RuneScape. What an absolute classic. So, like you said with Counter-Strike, I was nowhere near an expert. So, on my notes here, I've got, remember it from my childhood, one of the biggest um, free-to-play MMO browser games ever. Not sure I ever knew, really knew what I was doing, but it was hugely fun. <laughs> I'm not sure I ever knew what I was doing. <laughs> it was just an enjoyable game, wasn't it? Like It was, it was without having ever played anything like um, a World of Warcraft. It felt very World, World of Warcraft-y. But also the fact that it was free to play and all that sort of stuff. Just what came first? That's interest. Probably World of Warcraft. This came out in two thousand. I think World of Warcraft ninety eight maybe. Was it without looking? That's off the top of my head. Google I might look them whilst you're talking about yeah. it. So which when was RuneScape? RuneScape came out on the fourth of January two thousand. Uh, World of Warcraft came out in two thousand and four. So yeah, oh. RuneScape came first. That's interesting. Yeah, I wonder how much they took from RuneScape. Yeah. Right, bear me a second. Yeah, I just really enjoyed just going on quests and being in the village and stuff like that. Like, it was an enjoyable game that you can meet up with friends. I'd only ever really, the only one that I knew who would play it would be my mate Richard. Um, so we'd meet up occasionally in the game and go and do these quests together. And yeah, it was just all about sort of this massive RPG. And it probably started my fondness of big open world RPGs that weren't massive ones because I don't know, I've not really played that many of them. But it definitely probably started my love of the actual RPG element games out there, Skyrim, all that. I haven't got a huge amount to say about this one because I can't remember massive. I, I was about to say, I, I'm, I had a few friends who were massively, massively into it and I never was. I don't know why. I don't know if my internet wasn't that great compared to theirs or or what. I think as well, like I've always been very competitive with games and that was a stage that, you know, I first started playing online games like that. Yeah. And um, like it's hard to be competitive when you've got that many people playing. Yeah. If you're not going to be... It wasn't really competitive be... games. You weren't really... A t- Fighting against each other and stuff like that. It was more it's though that like but... I mean, it was more like we had one computer we had shared between me and my sister. She was older than me. She used a lot for like MSN at that point. Yeah. So like 
you know, like after a weekend, I'd play a little bit and then we'd get to school and my friends would be like 17 levels higher than me. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, I just felt like there's no point. That's fair. Well, I hope at the very least, though, with this me just mentioning it, like I said, I had to include it on my list. Probably should have done it a little bit lower, I think, maybe. But I had to include because I did really, really have fondness of it. I just can't remember a single thing about it, really, um, these days. But I think, I think it's, oh, sorry, I hope at the very least it's listed memories of people completely forgotten about the game. Oh, I but it has. Yeah. I, I, I wonder as well. I'm going to bit research after this, I think. So I'd be I wonder what the kind of cultural impact was. Yeah. But I feel like it must have influence a lot of later games oh, and stuff yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, surely. Um, I wonder if there's a documentary about it, because I bet even like, the guys who created it, I bet that's interesting, like, to learn about them and, and what they did and why they did it. Yeah, well, it was um, done by a game called a guy called Andrew Gower and his brother, Paul Gower, and conceived as a text-based game. The graphics were incorporated early on. Cool. And it's, it's, I think it is still going. You can definitely... Um, I feel like it. I feel like I've heard that still. somewhere. I'm sure that you can get it on your phones now, but... And I think they, it's the same game. It's just been updated continuously, graphic-wise and so forth. Because I remember the graphics were very sort of like it was almost like it was created on um, Microsoft Paint, those sort of like <laughs> graphics. But yeah, enjoyable game. Really enjoyed it. Last one. Right. Should we move swiftly on to your number two? Yes. Um, so my number two is a game that you've already mentioned, and isn't technically a single-player game, but I've logged. In fact, let me see if I can see how many hours I've logged into this. Uh, I've logged. 241 hours into this game and I would say 200 of those would be online even though it's probably predominantly a single player game and that is Crusader Kings 2 okay yeah I I just yeah exactly I can see why you didn't mention too much when I was talking about it earlier it's why I tried to stay away from it yeah (laughs) but yeah um, that's what I used to at uni we had uh, three mates and we used to play it and we'd be in the same room we'd we'd stick on we'd find like a Netflix TV show that you know, obviously what we'd yeah. binge, um, and we'd spend a day where we'd we'd all be playing on the same map. So like, I would maybe start as a count in Ireland. One of my mates might be stay as a count in like Poland, and another might start as a count in Spain. So we're like miles away from each other. So for the, the first, you know, I don't know, ten hours, five hours, we wouldn't be, you know, we'd all be quite low and wouldn't be near each other. But then as we sort of all try to take over the land in our area. With like form alliances and like it's, it was, it's so much more interesting playing with like actual people as well because. Do you want to very quickly just explain what the game is? Yes, yeah, so it, it, I'm going to say this as well to the listeners. It sounds boring as fuck. It's a um, it's a game. It's a medieval based game, and we're sort of during the Vikings. You can start from the from like 800 up to 1100, 1100, somewhere like that. Yeah, depending on whereabouts you want to start and when. And uh, you take over a piece of land. You can be a king, a queen. You can be a, a sort of just a count who's got a piece of land. You can be Vikings. And then what you do is is you play through it. And what's cool is it, there's a little bit of an RPG element. So your character has children and your character dies. And when they die, your eldest child, depending on how you've got your inheritance, normally the oldest male child, you take over and you can pass on like um, traits. So if your character's a genius, your child may not always, but might bring on the the uh, genius thing. And if you sleep with a relative, they might become inbred and lose lose stats, get negative yeah. stats when they're bored, uh, born even. And then yeah, so what you and that's what's cool is you can just take over the world. You can become this like dynasty where your family become emperors and take over the world, or 
you can just sort of stay in your patch of land, just building your country up, uh, trying to stay alive through sort of diplomacy. Um, and yeah, and that's what's really cool, like I say, is that because of that, you create your own um, your own story, I guess, with it. And like you could just get stupid things, like you could join cults and things like that, and you could um, you could like become like a duelist, and then like challenge people to duels, and yeah. you could either kill off a character or you could be killed yourself. And yeah, it was just it's hard to explain, but yeah, it's crazy. And, and like I said, we had so many games where we did these things where I would take over, like, I'd become like the emperor of Britain, my friend had become like king of. Spain, one of the friends become king and um, like he'd get his way into the Byzantine Empire and try and marry his way to becoming the emperor there. And then we'd maybe sometimes join force and make alliances and then one of them would betray another one because we got a bit bored <laughs> and just create a bit of drama. Well, I'd recommend for any listeners who are listening, this sounds intriguing, but I'm still unsure. Go onto the subreddit, um, uh, search for Crusader King and just read some of the stories about what people have done. Cause people like almost create not novels, but sort of little mini stories about sort of the games that they've played on there. And it's impressive. It is impressive. And I don't know, like you say, it's it's one of the most detailed games I think must be like ever made. Yeah. Um, oh definitely. The amount, amount of detail into it and like they like no one no two games are the same, are they? No. And I, I don't know, like I just think there's something really cool about the fact that you that it's got this RPG element. Like I've played, have you ever played any of the Total War games? Like medieval yeah, Total War, Rome Total War. I've downloaded Total War Rome recently. But I've just not played yeah. it yet. Yeah, that is one of my favourites. Um, well, that but that um, it's it's similar to that if you've ever played that. But there's not as much a focus on the battles. You can't actually fight the battles. You can have battles, but they're sort of like simmed almost. Yeah. You get your army, stack of army, their stack of army, and generally speaking, on with more forces wins. Um. But yeah, I think it's the RPG element of the fact that your family, that you you're having, the, you're marrying these people, and sometimes you're doing it for politics. Sometimes you're doing it almost for like, is it eugenics? They call it like for breeding, essentially, where you're going, oh, this woman's got the attractive trait, which makes plus ten people like you of the opposite sex. I'll marry her to hope my children get it. Or yeah. sometimes like you go into war with a country bigger, and you're like, right, so I'll marry this this princess of Spain, so I can try and get Spain to come in and help me. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I just like I said, I just think that's awesome. <laughs> well, maybe what we should do is get Crusader Kings free. So it's a game in which you've got a rough idea of how to play it, but haven't yeah. played it yet. And we should both have like learn how to play that one together. Yeah, sounds good to me. And as well, I've heard a lot of people say that one's more. Um, it's more of the RPG element. Yeah. So it's not. I don't think it's. I think obviously it can be as intimidating as the other game. If you know what I mean, in terms of like, you, it can be as detailed and nuanced, and there's as many things to do, but it doesn't. Or it's not always. It doesn't have to be that. Like you can play it almost not worrying about your country so much, but about your character and what they do. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that'd be good fun. Yeah, sounds good. Right. I was going to suggest a mini timeout while I talk about my little one because I don't know if listeners and yourself could hear that. Yeah. A bit <laughs> grizzling during that. <laughs> but, but I think I've managed to settle him somehow. This is our dedication to the podcast, or my dedication to the podcast. This is hashtag bad luck. <laughs> Right, um, my number two is the final game that I've definitely talked to you about, but I don't think you would have included this one or thought that I would have mentioned this one, because okay. it's a bit different. It's not one that you would instantly think of as an online game, but technically speaking, it is a 100% online game, even though it's a couch co-op game, Okay, and it's Jackbox. Yeah, great game. But do you mean online in the sense that you need an online connection? Yeah, you can't, yeah, f- no, physically I can't play the game. 
without having an online connection. Yeah, I, I mean, I would never have thought to pick that, but now you've said it, I'm like, yep, no, that's fine with yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think there's any argument that it's not an online game. Um, it's just a brilliant couch co-op game, party game. Have friends over, have a few drinks and play. I'm not going to specifically pick a Jackbox activity pack. I am going to harness them all under one roof because there's so many different games and each like uh, party pack has one or two amazing games and a few the others are mediocre. But they're just great fun. We've spent uh, um, New Year's, I think it was, didn't we? We downloaded yeah. a few of them playing a couple of the games. Right? They're just a lot of fun. Although it, it, make, it makes me realise just how inappropriate my wife is on some of them. <laughs> They've got a game that's very similar to um, Cards Against Humanity, except instead of having the cards for you, you write what the cards would be effectively. And yeah, it gets incredibly inappropriate fast. <laughs> and it's where my wife thinks she's funny just by saying a few key words that are inappropriate. It's like, no, that still doesn't make any sense. But she's like, it's funny though. <laughs> inappropriate, Laura. <laughs> yeah, there's so many good games on there. Yeah. So many. Like, and they're just, it's just stupid, isn't it? It's just like. Oh, yeah. It's and just... yeah, it's, it's, they are, some of the games are stupid. The commentators are always, they always have a bit of a laugh, don't they? Uh, one of my favourite ones to play is a game called Drawful on it, which I think spun out to be its own game at one point. Yeah, is that from the first Jackbox? It might be. Yeah. But, um, it's basically Pictionary, but the thing about it is they don't tell you to begin with that there's only one colour and you can't erase the pictures you've drawn. So you make an error and it's on this tiny screen that you're drawing with and it just gets ridiculous. And I think though sometimes it's like that's what makes it so much fun though is how terrible some of them look. And yeah. Meant, yeah. How the fuck am I to guess what this is? Yeah. So what happens in that one for those who've never played it is one player, so say me, Mike, Shauna and Lauren were playing the game. Um, I would draw a monkey eating a banana or a giraffe in hot pants or something like that. It's a ridiculous topic. Monkey eating a banana is not that ridiculous, but a giraffe in hot pants. Um, and you draw it, and then everyone gets to see the picture, and then they they have to write down what they think it is, but not. So sort of a phrase to sort of trick the other players. So like someone might say instead of a giraffe in a hot pants, they might be like a giraffe in some shorts or something like that. So then on the next screen, they will all these categories appear. And every player has to select the right one. And if they select the right ones, they get a point. If they select one that someone else has written, then that person gets points. So it's quite an interesting game and sort of a slight variation of Pictionary. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think as well, if I, if anyone's interested in that and hasn't played, um, there's quite a few packs. I would recommend any that have Fibbage in. There's like, I think there's Fibbage 1, Fibbage 2, Fibbage 3. Fibbage is my favourite by a mile. Yeah. And that's where they'll come up with like a fact or something like that and you and the but they'll miss the key word it's like 80 percent of people in the u.s believe that blank is a god and then you you've got to put it in what you think it is and it's rather than trying to be silly it's trying to put something that sounds that, that would be believable but they are always like silly in a way aren't they they're always like what like yeah you're people believe shocked this. about the actual answer yeah and uh, so you've almost got to go for something that's like weird but could be true because that's generally what it is. It's a weird answer, but you're like, oh yeah, I guess I could see how people might think that. Yeah, and um, they might select Jesus for that because people might be stupid enough to think he's a god or Donald Trump. Is, that is controversial. <laughs> well, Jesus isn't a god. Well, he is. He's part of the Holy Trinity. Isn't he? Look at god. that Benno's education coming back. There. But he's not a god. He is god, though. No. Mm-hmm. No, he's a son of god. But he's also god. Would you call Hercules a god? No, he's a demigod. Yeah, so what? So that's not a god. 
But Jesus is technically. I mean, I don't want to debate this. I don't give a shit. But <laughs> God planted a seed inside Mary, who was a human. So therefore, Jesus isn't a god. I love that thing. That you know, in Facebook groups are popular. Yeah. Um, and uh, there, was, there was one where it was like um, one woman's lie that went too far. Or, yeah. Or something like. I was that. about to say <laughs> these exact same words to you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the, the story of God, or story of Jesus, is literally one woman's affair that's gone too far. Yeah, exactly, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, Jackbox games, if you've never played them, and you fancy getting some mates over once lockdown's over, with a few beers, highly recommend it. Right, should we go on to your honourable mentions? Yep, um, I've never played this game, so I have no real knowledge of it, but it's just from things I've read. A bit like you with Crusader Kings, you've never played it, but you have, or not played it much, but you've got a um, appreciation for it. Yeah. And that's Eve Online, which oh, is yeah. a massively online, multi- online multiplayer game where you are in control of like a ship, I think. Yeah, I think it's like a friend you played it. And uh, there's stories of like, because there's like genuine money involved, like a lot of money involved in this game. Um, and like there's the stories of like these big battles, because when you, a ship's destroyed, that's it. Mm. And there was this, one where these two guilds, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word on Eve, but that's the word I'd use in like a RuneScape. Um, went to war, and this this is famous battle. Cause people, someone's written a book about famous battles in Eve. Really? Yeah, and this battle again, top of my head, I, c- I can't remember exactly, but cost like I don't know, let's say ten thousand pounds worth of money. Probably like, that's the that. cost of ships that we do. Yeah, know what that noise was. I do apologise, but yeah, that battle cost how long? How much? I think I want to say like ten thousand pounds. Wow! I'm gonna Google it now. Oh no, nearly four hundred thousand dollars, which is a little bit more. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's how much it it costs one of the the biggest battles. Isn't that mental? Same. Like for an online game, for an actual real war, that's actually pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> But I can't believe, it. and apparently there's like a real genuine economy in there that's running. Like, and it, like people on there are worth like a lot of money, like what they've got, yeah. and they can sell it and get the money for, from it, which I think is crazy as well. Definitely. Right, let's have thirty seconds timeout. Bear with me a minute. <laughs> Sorry, am I in trouble? <laughs> yeah, you have to sit on the naughty step. Yeah. What's wrong with it then? Hey, I'm probably going to keep this in the podcast. Oh, all the noises. Oh yeah, it's going to be hard to edit it out now. Then. I'm about to say, yeah. But it's part of the charm. Oh, excuse you, Big Bert. Um, so I've got two honourable mentions that I don't think I'm going to talk loads about, and they are Habbo Hotel and Neopets. Um, yeah, it's just like uh, Habbo Hotel was like the original sort of social media site. It must have been around about sort of MySpace time, wasn't it? But yeah. You used to go on and use an avatar, and you used to be able to just talk to random people online, and that was it. <laughs> it wasn't really much more to it. Um, and Neopets was like a bit like Pokemon. On a browser, and then that was it. Didn't really Wouldn't know what. Neopets be like a Tamagotchi. Yeah, yes, Tamagotchi is probably a better name. I but remember. Yeah. I feel like again, I've really played Have a Hotel, but I feel like I seem to remember things costing quite a lot of money. Yeah, so you used to be able to buy stuff to design your rooms, and that that cost money. So, like for me, my room was completely barren. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> I would not pay for anything. I'd say, could you make any in-game money, or was it only by actually paying physical money? I've got no idea. I don't think I got that invested. That I need. Well, there you go. That's the next thing. I'd want someone to uh, message in and tell me how, if there's any way to make money on Have a Hotel other than just uh, use your credit card. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, however, got an honourable dismension. Yeah. 
um, or dishonourable mention. Why did I go with honourable dismention instead of dishonourable mention? I didn't even... Do you know what? I just went with it. Yeah, you I did. Just committed. And basically, fuck you, Fortnite. Why? Fuck you. I mean, I've never... I don't think I've ever played a single... No, I, I think, just... I, it's just never... I hate the kids who play it. I hate the game. I just don't like it. Fuck you, Fortnite. I, 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 like I said, I've never played it. I just... I don't know. Maybe if I played it, I'd love it. Have you played it? Yeah. Oh, it you, might, it might partly be it. that I'm shit, but I've played um, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, and that's so much better. Hard I do it. find it odd. Like, I remember when they first you know, sort of came out, and they were competing to see which one would be you know, the bigger of the two. Yeah. And it seemed it seemed that Players Unknown was going to win for a while, I felt yeah. like. And it look at both, before I played either, I was like, oh, that looks such a better game. Um, but then obviously, you know, it, it, it took over in the end, didn't it? Yeah, I don't understand what was so big about Fortnite. I just didn't get it. And then, no, like, I, like, I, I hate that the it. sort of creators have just monetized. It's a massive loot box franchise now, isn't it? Is it loot box or is it just that you can buy new different skins? It's just skins. I don't think there's anything you can buy to affect gameplay at all, but it's become. <laughs> and do you know what? This is what's the thing about it, is it. It gets a lot of credit, doesn't it? I don't think there's actually that much real negativity towards no. it. But Apart from it, me saying fuck you, Fortnite. Yeah, but you're sort of in the minority a little bit there. Oh, aren't I definitely you? am. And, um, yeah, and I, I, I don't know, like, it's preying on young children, you know, stealing credit cards from parents, begging parents for, you know, to spend a ridiculous amount of money yeah. on them. And, uh, yeah, I can't help but feel. It's not right because they're they're picking all the things that are popular, you know, which is smart from a business model point of view. Yeah. You know, Endgame came out. I'm sure they had Thanos. I feel like, or yeah, and that was big and, and stuff like that. And I don't know. What's well, the modern day equivalent of that kid who can't afford the Adidas um, tracksuits for his um, non-school uniform day? So it comes in in two stripes, but their kid, their friends have got the Thanos avatar, but they can't afford it. Yeah. So they feel ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't like the game. No, I'm not. Like I said, I've never played it, so I won't say I don't like it, but I do find it strange how successful it's become in comparison to other... You know, with how big Call of Duty is, I felt like... Uh, I can't remember what it's called now. Warzone. Warzone. Is it Warzone, Warzone maybe. I think, isn't it? Yeah. I'm surprised that wasn't the one that sort of won it out. Yeah, see, I, I've, I played that one and I enjoyed that one as well. Yeah. Just don't get Fortnite. It's a cartoony graphic that appeals to the kids, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of adults that like it as well. That's true. Anyway, let's get this rant over. It's not a massive rant, it's just don't enjoy it. Um, and move on to our number one choices. What have you got? Um, I, this one's easy for me. This is probably the one that people think of when you hear online games, and it's World of Warcraft. Yeah. I think, it is you know, a game that everyone thinks of. I've just never played it myself. Yeah, well, I think anyone who, who like, you know, old listeners, if you listen to all the podcasts, um, you know, you'll know that I like fantasy books, and this is a big fantasy world. You'll know that I like Warcraft Three, and this is, you know, the same series. Um, yeah, it's also again the first time I played it was at that internet cafe that I talked about at Scarborough. Me yeah. and my friend got a free account. You, you two went went to the beach for the right reasons, didn't you? About to say that's <laughs> it. You know, we were we would come out paler <laughs> uh, from a holiday than when we left, and. Um, yeah, and then when we came home, we, we both bought it. Because I think you could buy you could buy the copy there. And it was, I think we bought it. I want to say it was on offer. It was £10 yeah. for, the, for like a, you know, it had loads of discs you had to install on your computer. And you got a 30-day free trial. 
Uh, and then after that, it was like £10 a month or something. But I feel like you could buy cards, you know, where you could buy like three months worth of it. So I think sometimes I'd ask my mum for that. And um, yeah, we played for a bit and then I stopped. And then I picked it back up when I was 15. Yeah. And I played for three months, maybe, um, and loved it. Like, it, me and my mate played it, we joined a guild together. Um, we pretty much played all the time, so we used it more again as a you know way to like chat if you were like going out and seeing each other. Yeah. So we'd just talk over Mike about you know anything really because a lot sometimes it was very like I played it when it was called Vanilla. I think it got easy as it went on. Okay. And they re-released the Vanilla service where it wasn't as easy to level up. And um, so a lot of it when I played was grinding, like you know just going out and just killing two hundred things to go up one level before I could take on the next mission yeah. so I wasn't powerful enough and uh, yeah so you just chat as you spent an hour just doing that um, and then I remember it took so long to get like a mount like I feel like you had to be like level 35 before you could get like a horse oh, okay um, and I remember that being such a big like moment you know like when I got to that level like, I'd spent so many hours on it um, and then after that I just again it petered out because it became very grindy and then because we were getting higher up this guild we joined, like, you had to be on at a certain time, you know, to do certain things that you're like, oh, let's go on at a certain time to do a raid, or let's go on at a certain time and we're going to do this together. And all of a sudden it became almost like, probably being fun, almost like a job. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can't bother, but I've got to go on at this time and spend three hours on it. And uh, like I said, when I first started, for me, it was more just me and my mate doing it and, and chatting and having a laugh and and then it became something that I didn't join up for. So that's why I ended up leaving it. But it's something that I feel like if I didn't have the job I have, it would be something I'd probably dip my toe back into every now and then because it, it was just really, really cool. Yeah. Well, like the the fact that people that like you say do um like grind so much, like it shows how much how big the game must be to some people to sort of put so much time and effort into it. Yeah. And it's had such a cultural impact. There's a new show that I've just started watching. Well, I finished watching. The Apple series. TV one. Say again? The Apple TV one. No, no, no. Oh, I'd forgotten about that one. This is very similar. So there's two shows then. One of them is, um, what's it called, the one on Apple TV? Raven's? Raven's Quest. Yeah. Um, it's got, uh, I've forgotten his name now, from... Um, Always Sunny. Rob, Rob McKellar, something like that. Yeah, who now, along with uh, Ryan Reynolds, owns Wrexham Football yes, Club in non-league, which is... Yes, purchase in the world. Weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a great show in which it shows about developers of this um, sort of World of Warcraft type um, game. And it's a great comedy. If you've not watched it, I highly recommend it. Um, and another one called Dead Pixels, which is on Channel 4. And it's about the players of this sort of um, game. I've forgotten what the game that they play in it. But it's very World of Warcraft, you know, sort of like in their job they're playing it instead of working and stuff like that. And it's just the impact that these, like, they're obviously just based on World of Warcraft. There's no other game that's that big that you'd sort of be parodying. It shows that, you know, another great um, parody of it, not parody, but sort of culture. South Park. Park. Yeah, literally. Yeah, that was so good. One of the best episodes of South Park. But I think as well what was so good about that, particularly someone who's played it, is like so much of it was like genuinely taking the piss out. You know, to me, like, if you'd played it, you'd be like, yeah, uh, you know, I know exactly what they mean here and stuff like that. Well, didn't they actually create it in the game? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the graphics were, yeah. Which is incredible. But yeah, I'm surprised World of Warcraft signed off on it, knowing what South Park. They like. probably didn't, but South Park getting away with all the shit that they do. Yeah, but maybe. 
I mean, the only thing that I've never been, that South Park's never been able to do is show the image of Mohammed and managed to get away with everything else. Yeah, with all the Charlie Hebdo stuff like that, you wouldn't it. Exactly, it's not worth But it was based on that, that they sort of wanted to do the episode. But yeah, anyway, uh, this is getting too, again, political, so we'll move away from that side. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, great game. Never, like I said, well, I say great game, never played it, but I know the impact it has on people. And the reason that I've never played it is because I just think I'll lose my life. Yeah. I've sink too yeah. many hours into it. It's not worth the risk. Yeah, and I think you would. I don't think you would be anyone. It is, yeah. uh, it is addictive. Well, like I said, I never got properly addicted. I've had their lives ruined. I think I've carried on. I'm pretty sure I've read about people dying because they weren't like eating and drinking yeah. properly. <laughs> Which probably shouldn't be a reason why it's such a great game. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good choice though. My number one is as far away from um, World of Warcraft as you possibly get, but still just as nerdy. Okay. The game I discovered in lockdown, and I think that's why it stuck with me, it's been probably the biggest um, online game that I've played in a very, very long time, and it sort of helped me and some mates in Bristol get through lockdown, and it's Tabletop Simulator. Oh, yeah. So, again, such a weird game for a number one choice, but everyone who knows me knows I'm a massive board game fan, and what Tabletop Simulator does is effectively... It allows people to create custom board games. So people have made like every board game out there on this um, uh, simulator game. And you just go on there and you can play with a bunch of friends the board games that you play in real life. And it's just helped us get through lockdown. That's why. That's how you played your one. weird bird game. Say again? That's how you played your weird bird game. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is how I got into Wingspan. Um, <laughs> so we played Wingspan on it, played Ticket to Ride, played that Spartacus game, we had a game of that. Like it's just a. It is. A I really, by the way, I feel like I think about that at least once a week. What the about game. it? Yeah. Was well, it amazing? When, when the release, uh, sorry, re-release comes out, we'll have to get it. Yeah. Do you know when it comes out? No, but they're definitely remaking. It. I think they've lo- they've lost the licensing to the images and stuff like that. So it's yeah, the same game, but they're just not allowed the images. But it's still Spartacus. Um. But yeah, uh, it's just a fantastic game. It's really not much. I've, t- I've told you, you have to get it, haven't I? It's not numerous. Yeah, um, but I just we're now out of the lockdown, so it's not worth getting. I don't think if you're only a casual, but it deserves to be my number because it was just such a great game this year. My my only problem with it is why I didn't end up getting it is like I like the the like physicalness of the of a board game. Yeah, that like I was like, oh no, I don't. I think that take away a lot of the enjoyment for me. Yes, I semi agree with that. It's just like I said, it was a way of me chatting to my mate. Oh yeah, definitely, and keeping in touch. With me. Yeah, it's weird. Number one choice. Not a huge amount to say about it because it's not really. It's the mods and stuff that make it. The game itself is literally just a hand cursor that allows you to pick up cards and move the items on a board. But it's just the fact it has just impacted me so nicely during a lockdown. That's why it deserves to be here. Oh, 100%. Anything that helps with mental health yeah. is is worth being on there. Yeah. I think that's something that, you know, you're a big gamer. You, you and your friends, that's how you guys, you know, typically communicate. Well, not communicate, but hang out, isn't yeah. it? It's a easy way to do it. And obviously, pandemic stops that completely. But So that was the way around it, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. And it gave you a way to play games that would have cost a hell of a lot more money yeah. so that, to buy a physical copy. I'm interested in getting Wingspan now because of it. Well, it, well not just interested. It's your favourite game, isn't it, of all time? Yeah. Maybe. So, like I say, with four, you wouldn't have gambled, I don't know, whatever it is, 60, 80 quid on a game that's about birds if you hadn't played it like that. Definitely not. Yeah, so that's my number one choice, Tabletop Simulator. And then you get it on Steam. Nice. Right, so my the game that you thought I might have picked hasn't appeared. Yes. What game is that? And would you like to um, relegate one of the games you picked to put it in base? Yes, so 
at the back of my list to see what I'd relegate. I would oh. still keep World of Warcraft number one. Yeah. I'd still keep Crusaders two. I think I'd replace Counter Strike. Oh, okay. Even though that wasn't number five with this. Uh, because th- this game was at number three, I think, and then I took it out because I actually, you said you not you weren't sure about this one. Now I picked a lot more quicker than you this time, so I was like, I'll yeah. leave it out. Uh, Minecraft. So I, I went a bit sort of like, I chose a bit unusual games, ones that you wouldn't necessarily think of as online. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it was, uh, it was Minecraft. Yeah, I thought that's the game that you were going to say. The reason I didn't pick it? Because you thought I was going to? No. Because it's already appeared in one of my lists. Oh, yes. True. It was number two in my top five games. Um, but yeah, we, we've sunk a lot of hours into yes, it, hasn't 100%. We? Um, and, yeah, uh, we'll definitely call it one of the top online games. I think I'd probably put it as number two, as of current, number two. What for your... Tabletop simulators somehow nudged it out. Because well, it was... I, 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 think, I think it deserves number one tabletop simulator, especially people listen to this who love board games as yeah. well. Like That would be something that they maybe haven't heard of. And they're like, shit, that sounds amazing. Yeah. But again, these, this is why these, these lists are interesting, because games and TV shows and films and stuff, they, they're constantly changing. Like, in my rom-coms, I put a film that I've not seen before into my top, into my number one choice. Um, and I've just, like, Tabletop Simulator, I hadn't really sunk that many hours into it um, when we first started the podcast, but actually I've done a lot more on it since, and actually it's growing up to be one of my favourite games. But also, I don't think I would have thought about it necessarily previously on top games. It's only because we're thinking about this one. But that's why that's why making these lists is so hard as well. Yeah, it's also why it's so interesting doing, like, like almost sub-genres of, yeah. of, like, just rather games, because it makes you think things that, like I said, I think my top five games will change after doing this. You know, I look back at all my top fives. Yeah. Um, for, for games, um, um, I think it might top five might look quite different by the end. So that's why at some point we're planning on doing a top five revisited, aren't we? Yeah, and we're also planning on doing a five more top fives because there's other games and stuff and films and TV shows that we want to talk about, but they didn't quite cut the mustard, if you will. Is that the right phrase? Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it doesn't sound right. It's just I don't think I've heard that phrase in a while, but yeah, I think it is right. You <laughs> used it correctly. I just don't know why you used it. <laughs> you know what? Fuck off. <laughs> made the cut yeah <laughs> made, made the cut probably would have been better um, but you weren't wrong no. <laughs> just um, not sure. so we'd like to discuss those at some point um, or even if they not necessarily like, they didn't make our top five we've just thought of them since so I meant to actually mention this at the top of the left this episode um, I gravely did my top five comedies wrong there's two films that I've recently thought of it's like, they are my favourite comedies of all time tell me fair say again Tell me off air. I, I don't I've told you one of them off air, just so you won't. Oh. We did talk about it the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we'd like, that's why we'd like to sort of do a revisited on some of these categories or five more on some of these categories. As well, like we never cheat ever. We not once cheated and said, what's your top five, just so we've got things served or whatever. But I think maybe for revisited, we will. Yeah. Because well, I, I think, think we should, I think we should try and either, you know, rewatch the films. Yeah. Each other's films as well as our own. And if it's like a game, like, you know, maybe like Search Raptor will be hard to get. Maybe watch some videos of it, you know, of like a playthrough or whatever. Yeah. So we've got, I don't know, fresher things to talk about. Yes, yeah, a fresh idea of the game or the show or media, media. Yeah. Um, to discuss it, definitely. Right, so those were our top five online games. Top six, technically, for Mike. Um, yes. Well, top six, technically, for me as well, because Minecraft would have been there if I hadn't picked it previously. But yeah. Um, we hope you enjoyed the list. Let us know whether you agree or disagree with any of the choices. You what are we doing next week again? Oh, let's have a look. I've got a schedule in front of me. I think next week is one that I'm excited about. I was about to say, with the power of editing. Next week, yeah. 
I'm, I'm excited. It's our top five movie soundtrack. Oh yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I've got them, and um, I'll tell you something. My number one is the most popular choice. I don't. Do you think, think it's? Do you think you've won already this week? Oh, absolutely. Like I when when I thought of this, I texted my friend instantly and told him what it was, and he was he sent me back a meme in response, like that he'd gone his friend throwing like sort of like prepared for if anyone ever discussed like started this conversation <laughs> um, and it's like it's one in which you wouldn't necessarily think of but then when you hear it or hear someone mention it and then listen to the lyrics it's quite possibly the best soundtrack and music made for a film ever okay i'm interested yeah so we'll leave it at that and we'll discuss it next week perfect um if you agree with our choices or want to let us know what your top five movie soundtracks are, by the way, we say soundtracks, not scores. Um, so we want original music or songs that sort of like artists have written, not actual sort of movie scores in there. Um, let us know on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram at Mammon Podcast. Or you can email us at mammonpodcast.hotmail.com. We've also just recently launched a YouTube channel, which we plan on putting our podcast episodes on as well as various um, YouTube videos explaining, for example, as of last week, our top five uh, comedy films. We've picked our top five comedy moments from those films. We've put them on a little playlist, so tune in to have a look and see what they are. If we ever get good at editing, we can try and edit a video with the moments on. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so just subscribe to us on YouTube, and then hopefully in the coming few weeks we'll have a bit of content that will start to be uploaded onto there. Right, I think I'm going to head off. And I will speak to you next week, Mike. Speak to you next week. Bye, Bye. everyone.